Sixers taking command of the game here. Lindgren to Fox. Toward the net. Saved by Pat. He scores! It's in! The Rangers lead 3-2! For this, even though Kreider was there. Here's the play from behind the net. Fox, again, we talk about spreading out. And then that shot just goes through. Now Zibanejad across Panarin. Panarin holding. Looking for the opening. Goes outside to D'Angelo for the shot. They score! It was deflected by Ryan Strom. It's a power play goal. Look at him on the right side. Stick handle, stick handle, stick handle. Pull everybody away. That leaves D'Angelo open. That little wrist shot. And there was... Minute 45 to go. Zibanejad, Fox, and Strome scoring in the third period. DiGiuseppe got the Rangers scoring going late in the second. Lead for Panarin. Goes by him. And it's in the empty net. How about that? Ryan Strome will get the goal. Might have got a piece of it. Here it is. Let's see. It does deflect. It. I don't think it's Panarin. I think it's Shea Weber <laughs> who just deflected it. And the Rangers come from behind. They were down 2-0 late in the second. They scored one in the second, four in the third, and defeat the Montreal Canadiens 5-2. Alexander Georgiev, a 32 what you just heard is the Rangers' ninth straight road win, defeating the Montreal Canadiens 5-2 to after trailing 2 nothing. This is your boy, James Celestin, and welcome to Puck Luck. I, we we, we got to start with the Rangers. How can you not start with the New York Rangers? Nine straight, going for their 10th. 10th straight road world win tonight was they, they take on the... Philadelphia Flyers, and boy, if you're a Rangers fan, this is everything you could ask for. They are riding high. They are playing well. They are fun to watch. This team was not even projected to go to the playoffs, but as of now, this team looks like they're going to be on the verge of making the playoffs, and that's actually pretty cool. If you're a Rangers fan, you have to be excited, and even if you fall short, you have a bright future with Panarin and Sabanajad and Capo Capo. You have a nice deep pairing and and Adam Fox and Lindgren. You guys have to be ecstatic right now. And I gotta give a shout out to Big Steve. It's Big Steve, the big homie. That I gotta give a shout out to him. Big time New York Ranger fan. He's he's probably one of the coolest people I talk to on Twitter. He's awesome. His at is is big underscore Steve eight nine. That's my boy right there. I gotta give a shout out to you, man. You love you some New York Rangers. Also gotta give a shout out to Julian Gallardi and all and all my other Rangers fans here. You guys are great. And like I said, I'm not a Ranger fan by any stretch of the imagination. But the run that the Rangers are going on, it it is it is incredible. No one saw this coming. And the fact that they like they locked they locked up um come cried it to an extension. You trade away Brady Shea to your to your division rival in the Carolina Hurricanes. And the fact that you guys are still riding high, you're still winning, and you have a big test against against um, Philadelphia tonight. We'll see and your schedule gets tough with 
with Philadelphia and Pittsburgh and the Blues and Tampa coming. Your, your schedule does get hard, but I will say this, though. Like, the Rangers have been proven that this team is special. They may not be cup. They may not win the cup this year or make the playoffs, but this team is special. You got to give props. You got to give props to the New York Rangers. They are riding high, and you should be you should be very proud of your team. Win or lose. Elsewhere going on, staying with the locals. Knocked down the fans. Holler, no call. Now done ahead for Thomas. Dropped off to Pareko. Islanders don't clear it. Doncic. He scores! Vince Dunn has tied it with 144 to go. With the snow late in the period, it stops that puck. It's kept in. And what a wicked blast from Dunn. Oh, does he get everything on this one. To the glove side. And it's a beauty. Both goals against Greiser to the glove side. But there's a lot of moving parts in front of the goaltender. I don't think he had a complete look. And a pass goes through the legs of Benillier. And now Pareko had Shin down the middle. Couldn't get it there. And now Pareko. Wrap around, and he scores! Pareko! Goodbye, good night! Game winner! And this is the play in transition. Beats Pavillier, and then somehow slams it home over the right pad and in the net. His first game winner of the year. Uh, elsewhere, if you are a New York Islander fan, that is a tough loss. Back-to-back tough losses for the New York Islanders, and they're a little bit slumping right now. I mean, get it? They 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 had a nice homestand, but it was against the Detroit Red Wings and the San Jose Sharks. Nothing to ride home. These teams are lottery bound. I do like the trade for Pajot. Two two games in, two goals. He's been he's been great. But Islanders have been struggling right now. They're set atop the first wild card spot right now. They are four points up on the New York Rangers. Four points up on the Carolina Hurricanes. They have a game in hand against Columbus. They're Ironically, they're only a point behind Philadelphia for third place, and they're two points. They're two points behind Pittsburgh. It, it's so convoluted how close these teams are, but the Islanders really have to get get together. I, I think Andy Green should be able to play against the Boston Bruins. Um, Clutterbuck is probably about a, a week away. Zizekas is probably about a few weeks away. You probably won't see Zizekas until probably until closer to the end of the season, but. The Islanders are struggling right now, and this team, th- th- this team is struggling. And I think they'll somehow make the playoffs, but this is not a Stanley Cup championship team. The fact is that they are reeling. They're playing in the opposite of what they're doing. Um, I think Trotz needs to find a way to get these guys playing consistently, and I, I think the injuries have hurt them. The fact that they have not been able to roll out four lines deep has hurt them. The fact that when Pelleg went down and then Green went down, their deep pairings have not been consistent, so it has been hurt them. I can't use injuries as an excuse. The fact that you had a 2 nothing lead and blew it, unbelievable. You should find a way to close that game, regardless of the circumstances. So the Islanders have to find a way to get their game together. Like they, they played well in the first first period the first minute was dominated by the Islanders just as much as they were against the Rangers but then they've only then after that they had one shot in the second period and three sh- and three shots in the third they they were outclassed by St. Louis and they absolutely deserved to lose this game I have no sympathy for the Islanders for losing this game I'm calling it as I see it you have to play better there's no excuse blowing a two goal lead 
You have, you have to find a way to get the job done. I don't care that you are missing your players. You had the lead. You had it. You should have been able to shut it down. Elsewhere, something cool happened. And I got to play this because this is actually something cool that has happened. Because as people know, Bobby Ryan, he missed, he missed some time. He's dealing with uh, alcoholism. And when he returned, this was actually pretty cool. So let's play this right now, Bobby Ryan as he returns to Ottawa. I think Wally was saying that I should put syrup on my noodles. <laughs> Here's scores! Bobby Ryan has the goal in his first game back in Ottawa. Thirty-one seconds after Brown, Bobby Ryan has his first since October 2nd. You talk about an uplifting goal. Just 30 seconds, 31 seconds, but it's about pressure off the forecheck. Turn puck over, goes back to the point. Vandenberg can't connect with a pass, and then Bobby Ryan gets inside position on him, beats him to the front of the net. And what a play here by Nikita Zaitsev. Tierney behind the net in front. Ryan! This has been Bobby Ryan's night, and what an unreal shot to finish this off. They get hemmed in their zone, and then Nick Paul is going to skate this up on a potential two-on-one. Quinn Hughes with the stick on puck, but Paul sticks with it. Now Tierney looking for any option. Bobby Ryan skate the stick underneath the bar to make this a 4-2 game. And the crowd is loving it. So the Canucks have lifted dip, go for an extra attacker, Bobby Ryan has a hat-trick, welcome back, number nine! That is pretty cool, Bobby Ryan returning, dealing with alcoholism. And he came back, and the guy gets a hat trick in his first game back in Ottawa. Very emotional. So, congratulations to Bobby Ryan. Pretty, pretty cool. And I gotta give props to that man. People, people deal with diseases every day, and the fact that he came out and and Ottawa was packed. And Ottawa's a really bad team. I mean, but the fact that they came back, the fact that they all rallied for Bobby, I think that's pretty cool going forward. So, good job, Bobby. But um, yeah. Uh, Pretty much the fact is that this Eastern Conference has been total crazy. And if you are to ask me right now, who's going to make the playoffs? If I had to bet right now, I'd say the Islanders make it. i say the Flyers make it. And I'm, I think the Rangers make it. Because Carolina, they're, they're missing their two goaltenders right now. Um, there, there are shambles. Um, Columbus is in shambles with their injuries, and I think the Rangers are just playing so well. I think the Rangers make it as a second wild card. I think they have a date with Boston in the first round. I think the Islanders make it as the top wild card, and they probably will face off against Washington in the first round. So I think the Rangers will somehow make the playoffs. And Steve, I will pay you my debt. 
because we had a friendly wager. And also, um, you, 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 have, you have to give props to David Quinn. I mean, David Quinn, he, he has got the players buying into this system, and they are playing exceptionally well. These guys are playing well. They're playing hard. They're playing for one another. They are a fun team to watch. There's what much can you say. And I think if they make it, Panarin, Artemi Panarin, what more can you say about this acquisition Accusation made by the New York Rangers? This guy, he comes, he comes in, and this guy has done nothing but just been simply playing well. The guy, the guy comes in and already he has, he has put the team not only on his back, but with the way that everyone else is playing, it's, it's unbelievable that he she should be... He honestly should be getting some some heart trophy consideration votes because he is having an unbelievable season. And the fact that no one no one predicted him to be playing I mean, they know he was good, but the fact that he's playing this well and the team's in contention, the guy the guy has eighty seven points. He has thirty two goals and eighty seven and eighty seven points. He's he's in the top he's in the top five in the league in points. I mean also can we also give love to Mika Sabanjak? This guy is probably one of the best two-way centers in the NHL. This guy is just unbelievably talented. That wicked, the wicked slap shot he did against the Islanders on the slot, which I, by the way, I blame. How do you have three Islanders go against him is beyond me. And I know I shouldn't torture myself because I'm a, I like to call myself a masochist, but and I, I and just watching the highlight over and over again, I'm still wondering how in how in the in the in the blue heck did the Islanders allow that to happen? But to so to to let you guys hear what that sounded, let's go to first Sam Rosen and then Don Lagreca on the call with Rangers Islanders in overtime. Yeah, that was that was insane. That was a really and it's funny because the Islanders tied that game up with 17 seconds left to go, but then they had to score. They they went to overtime and the Rangers were on the power play due to the fact that that Pat Pajot got got a got a got I believe a major because of the fact that he fought against Trooper after Trooper made a nice clean hit to Michael Dalcall. And then just seconds into overtime, Mika just launches a rocket past Valamov. And if people don't understand how good Mika Sabanjad is, Mika Sabanjad is one of the best two-way centers in the game. And listen, I'm not a Rangers fan, but you just have to give credit where credit is due. I mean, the Islanders have to play better. It's simple as that. They have to play better. And they have been, they have been playing, I believe, under 500 since January since the turn of the since the turn of the new year, they have been playing about little under five hundred. I mean, if they if they if they keep getting a couple of points here and points points, I mean, they should get if they go five hundred rest of the way, it will probably get them at ninety seven points. And if, I don't know if that's even enough to make the playoffs. 
I mean, they, they, they got some pretty bad teams. I mean, they, they got Ottawa, and they got Montreal, and they got the Devils somewhere. So they got some pretty bad teams. They still got to play Columbus one more time. They still got to play Carolina a few more times. So, and they, they got the de- they got yeah they got the Devils a couple of times. They got the Blackhawks. So they the Islanders' schedule is not daunting per se, but they gotta win the games. They gotta win. You cannot be blowing two goal leads. And there's something special about there's something special about this Rangers team. It's it kind of feels like how the Islanders were last year. I mean, you have to remember the Islanders were really really bad two like three years ago. They were bad. They lose their captain. He goes home. They bring in Lula Morello. They bring in Barry Trotz, and then then the same team. They go from the worst defensive team to the best defensive team. They swept Pittsburgh, make it to the second round. Ultimately, got swept by Carolina. Rangers, in a rebuild, weren't even supposed to be in the conversation. They end up just two points back of a playoff spot. This is unbelievable. And, and we could get playoff hockey in New York, and that would be pretty exciting. And I would be totally be down to see that. I think it would be cool if the Rangers and Islanders, if the Rangers Islanders, and I think this is probably what I want, and I don't know if it will happen this year, but if it does, I will be ecstatic. Rangers Islanders Eastern Conference Finals. I really want that to happen. I really want the Battle of New York to happen because you. I want the battle between Manhattan and Long Island. I really want that. And also, big news, the, from here on out, the Islanders' last game at the Barclays Center is March 22nd against the Carolina Hurricanes. Ironically, the Carolina Hurricanes beat the Islanders in Brooklyn, <laughs> but... The la- but it's significant because Newsday is reporting that the Islanders are going to be playing all of their playoff games and the game and all of their games, home games next year at the Coliseum leading up to Belmont being built and being ready in time for the 2021-2022 season. If you're an Islanders fan, how can you, you have to be ecstatic? The Islanders belong on Long Island. That's where they. That's where their fan base is. That's where they're supposed to be. Brooklyn was not. Was never going to be a permanent home for the Islanders. It's not. It's nowhere near for hockey. Was not built for hockey. He's. It's just. It's just more for basketball. To be honest with you, and and not disrespect the Barclays Center. It, it it's cool, but it's not for hockey. And the change that they've made in the Coliseum. I've been to the Coliseum recently. They, it, it's nicer on the inside. They've done some really good job renovating it. And I think with the new arena being finished up in Belmont, which is great because they're going to add this train station, which is pretty cool. It'll be ready in time for the 2021-2022 20, 2022 season. The Islanders deserve to be on the island. Belmont is not that far. And I think it's perfect. It's perfect. Everyone wins. Long Islanders love their New York Islanders. They are passionate. They love their that team. And I think that team deserves to be on the island. And before I wrap this up, I got to say that the Islanders, Rangers, this rivalry, I don't care what anyone says, this rivalry is the best rivalry in New York sports. I mean... Yeah, Mets, Mets, Yankees. It's it's cool. Giants, Jets. I guess, but Knicks and Nets never really developed into like a cool rivalry because 
both teams have never been good consistently. It's either one team is good, the other stinks, or both teams stink. So it's but to me, Islanders Rangers. What that is, I, I I've said it before. I say it again. Islanders Rangers, best rivalry, not just in the NHL, but in all of New York sports. Both like the fan bases don't like each other. I think some of the players don't like each other. And if and if Sorkin can come to the Islanders next year, Sorkin and Shostorkin have a rivalry between each other. Right now, Shostorkin just got got his team the KHL Division Championship, his fifth shutout. So this guy is supposed to be a stud, and he was craving to go into the NHL. Thank God the rumors were false that the Islanders did not trade Shostorkin. I'm sorry, sorry, I mean Sorkin. If Sorkin comes into the comes to the Islanders next year, obviously, which means Grice will be gone. Sorkin becomes your starting goaltender. Valamov becomes the backup. And I want to see when Shostorkin gets healthy, you know, speedy recovery to Shostorkin. Shostorkin, Sorkin, these two guys, I think, will be having an edge to play well against each other. These guys are rivals, and these guys really, really are, are, are at it back and forth, and I am totally here for it. So pump, pump, buckle up, guys. I think the Rangers are going to make the playoffs. I was wrong. I had no idea. I'm Steve, I'm going to owe you some money. I'm not being a Ranger homer. I don't like the Rangers. I'm not a Ranger fan, but I'm calling it as it is. As a New York Islander fan, this is it's not what you want, but it's honestly, this is kind of like the facts. Face the facts, except that, you know, both, I think we're going to have both New York teams in the postseason. And if you're a Rangers fan, this is fun. Enjoy the ride. If you're an Islanders fan, you should be a little bit nervous right now. I'm, the nervous land meter is about... I'd say about a seven. It's, it's, it's a seven right now. People tell me, oh, don't worry. The Islanders are they're going to make the playoffs. You're going to be fine. I'm like, they better. You did, you did not acquire Andy Green and J.B. Baggio to miss the playoffs. You did not. That's not what you intended to do. So you, you, better, get your, you better get your crap together. Because, again, after the Bruins, you have the Canadians and the Senators. And you have to beat the teams you're supposed to be. You don't lose to the underwhelming teams. Canadians, Senators, two bad teams you have to beat. And you have a tough matchup against Carolina the following Saturday. Beat the teams you're supposed to beat, and you have to be going consistently because you cannot, cannot be giving up points. This has been Puck Luck, and this has been Miss, This has been your boy, James Celestin. Please, please, please listen to the podcast. This is great. I love hockey, and, we'll be, and I'll be back real soon.